If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets in the car, while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. I don't care if you're 21 and you're just out of college or you're 65 and you're considering retirement, you have something I call your chief differentiating factor. We tend to think how we're going to ask for something we want or need, whether it's you know an introduction for a new job or an introduction to a fundraising opportunity. Rather, it's learning to ask the questions of others so that you can learn how to be helpful to them. That's Susan McPherson, a communications pro who's been called a super connector and the author of the new book, The Lost Art of Connecting, The Gather, Ask, Do Method of Building Meaningful Relationships. I'm Milan Verveer, and this is Seneca's 100 Women to Hear. We are bringing you 100 of the world's most inspiring and history-making women you need to hear. Susan McPherson has spent her career, in fact her lifetime, connecting with others and trying to build a better world. She is the founder of McPherson Strategies, a communications consultancy focused on the intersection of brands and social impact. Listen and learn why Susan McPherson is one of Seneca's 100 Women to Hear. I'm here today with Susan McPherson, an extraordinary communicator and author. And I want to talk to her about her latest book, The Lost Art of Connecting. Susan, so how did connecting get lost? <laughs> Where did it go? Well, um, besides the pandemic, <laughs> which, of course, happened long after the, the, the book deal came into fruition, But I had fervently believed that we had become slaves to our 
handhelds to our phones to following our 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 um our success by the number of likes and clicks rather than the actual deep meaningful connections so the original um impetus for my book was to recapture uh, the relationships of your, how we built, how we actually had meaningful conversations with one another. But certainly networking is especially crucial right now when we're so disconnected from each other, not just by six feet, but by all kinds of distances. So why is it especially important right now to find ways to connect? Well, I think because, first of all, everyone is dealing with challenges right now, no matter who you are. And I have to say, obviously, millions and millions of people have lost their livelihoods. People have lost loved ones. So you know, th- th- there is no saying how, how challenging this pandemic has been for, for a great many. Um, but for those of us who also were affected, maybe to a lesser extent, we lost the ability to be with loved ones. We lost the ability to actually hug the people that mean so much to us. So in some ways, it's a kind of a, um, a 360 degree take back of my original thesis. The very technology that I was saying we had become over-reliant on now is needed more than ever. And the beautiful thing is, unlike 1918, which is the last time um, the world suffered a, a global pandemic, we are blessed with the ways to do what we're doing right now and actually have a meaningful conversation through technology. You know, um, you wrote the book and I've read it. It's a terrific read and it's a really important tool. Um, But you said you wrote it, obviously, before the pandemic hit. Uh, So it's really important, not just at this crucial time, taking on added importance, uh, but it's it's important for all the ways in which we manage our lives, work our careers, et cetera. So you have devised something called gather, ask, do. That's a method for networking. So would you please explain that to, to me and our listeners? Of course. And I just want to take a step back and and, and let your audience know I had the ultimate fortunate opportunity to meet you probably 15 or 20 years ago. And you were always a hero to me. So I think it's an, an and now you, you know, you've become a friend, you, you were, you were a client. I mean, this is an example of how relationships ebb and flow and grow over time. Uh, and I go so far as saying, I don't think it is actually networking. I think mm. building meaningful relationships which is very different from the old or, or what we tend to think of walking into a room and just ex- exchanging business cards. And the gather, ask, do method, which is, um, you know, deeply um, explained throughout the book, is really the methodology that I didn't know I did. But when I push comes to shove and I sat down and I really did some deep reflection, it is essentially first doing some internal auditing, if, if, if for lack of better terms, to figure out what it is that you want to accomplish, maybe in four years, maybe in four months, maybe in four weeks, good Lord, even four days. <laughs> and what is the community that you want to surround yourself with that is going to help you achieve those goals? And what can you be doing to make sure that community doesn't look just like you? And then I would go so far in that gather phase 
determine what it is that you personally can offer the world. And I don't care if you're 21 and you're just out of college or you're 65 and you're considering retirement, you have something I call your chief differentiating factor. Once you have that, you are ready to go uh, to the next phase. But I, I also want to make sure folks know this isn't something like you gather and then you ask and then you do. This is a methodology to be able to use throughout your life, personally and professionally. The ask is kind of a flip on the word ask. We tend to think of ask as we're, how we're going to ask for something we want or need, whether it's you know an introduction for a new job or an introduction to a fundraising opportunity. Rather, it's learning to ask the questions of others so that you can learn how to be helpful to them. Because inevitably, if we can be helpful to others, we are over our lifetimes helping ourselves. So this methodology, obviously, is tried and true. But I wonder if there are any special techniques that are best suited to women. You know, I've been asked a lot if this is gendered, and I have to tell you, I think it works for both. But I think, as we both know, as we have traversed our careers, women tend to be more empathetic. Women are better listeners, study shows. And one of the pieces of research that I learned um, diligently in this book is how woefully bad human beings are at listening. And you can't get to the third part of my book, which is do, if you don't listen to people when you ask them questions. And listening is so critically important. And we think of it often as such a passive act uh, and don't understand, I think, just how crucial it is. Absolutely. And I go so far as carry a notebook, a little one, because I don't have room to carry a big one. <laughs> So one facet, uh, if I can call it that, of your method is connecting to greater purpose. And, you know, I feel strongly about purpose, but explain what you mean by connecting to greater purpose. A key theme that runs through the entire book is leading with how can I help rather than what can I get? When we are taught early kind of quote unquote networking skills, it's often, you know, you, you glad hand, you shake hands, you, you try to meet as many people in a room at once and gather business cards. Uh, and then, you know, in a flurry, when you get home, maybe you write a few, you connect on LinkedIn. What I am suggesting is instead of doing the one to many, having meaningful conversations, both virtually, on the phone, in person, and leading with the deep, important questions, but leading with, how can I be of help to you? And therefore, when you learn that, truly following through, whether that is an introduction to someone else, whether it is a connection to a nonprofit that could lead that, that could use that person's expertise, whether it is a uh, you know, this is silly, but, you know, a, a museum that that person should visit because uh, she is so um, in love with a particular type of art. So essentially, one is always connecting when you develop these relationships. You're always thinking, what might the other person be interested in? Or what might I do for him and her, or her? Is that correct? Absolutely. And and the, the one of the themes that runs through the book is the... Um, uh, essence of constellations that are constantly moving and changing and interrelated. And one thing your listeners should know is people that 
you've never met have actually had an effect on your life through the people you have met. So every single person we meet is a conduit or an opening, a door opening to something else, to something new, to some piece of information that can be helpful to you, but can be helpful to them as well. All these ripples. Seneca's 100 Women to Hear will be back after this short break. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. The psychologist Adam Grant called you a super connector. Now, what did he mean by that? I get a sense of some of what he might have meant just listening to you. But he did he expand on what he meant by that? Um, he meant that I am not only connecting for myself, but I am connecting others, meaning. It's the joy of what I call the joy of meeting others. It's my take on FOMO. I call it JOMO and isn't joy of missing out, but rather the joy of meeting others because of the magic that happens when you introduce two other people that then go on to introduce two other people, et cetera, et cetera. And I think your comment about the ripple effect is exactly that. And I grew up with parents that literally every morning would clip the five local newspapers and yesterday's New York Times, and plop articles with, you know, manual typewritten missives and mail off thinking of you, Cousin Harry, or um, this made me think of you, this article, Delilah. And that was an everyday occurrence. So growing up, I just assumed everyone did that. Interesting. So would you say that you were a connector as a child by seeing what your parents were doing? Absolutely. In fact, even in high school, I was introducing people to <laughs> more on the romantic scale. So maybe you could think that, you know, a hundred years ago in a previous life, I was a Yenta. So this comes to you naturally, or it's part of your DNA in some ways? I think so. But Milan, it took me to be almost 
you know, 47, 48, to actually admit it publicly, to actually own it and, and be proud of it. So why did you write the book? What persuaded you to take what you've been doing naturally or in really thoughtful ways to actually put it on paper and explain why it was so crucial? Well, honestly, it was when I realized that 98% of the business of the company that I had founded almost eight years ago was inbound. And I realized it was all those relationships that I had seeded and started all the way back 30 years ago. And it wasn't at that point in my life that I thought, hmm, when I am 48, I'm going to launch a company and I'm going to come calling and ask you to do business with me. But what happened is because of these relationships that have overlapped, interconnected, ebbed and flowed, but actually grew, all of that came back to roost. And I think that that's an important lesson for anyone, personally and professionally, that it is worth taking the time to meet people. You you don't know what you don't know. And every single door you open is a learning opportunity. So true. You know, I'm I'm thinking about uh, myself and our listeners, and I'm sure many of us are engaged in nonprofits. I know that you are, Girls Who Code, or She's the First, or the Lower East Side Girls Club. How do you connect with them? How in this, this sort of connecting with purpose that we've been talking about, how do you connect with these nonprofits? That's a great question. And honestly, I have been involved with nonprofits since I was a teenager. And honestly, every time I would move um, through the course of my personal and professional life, the way I would get to know new people and not be, I'll just say it, not be lonely, is get involved and volunteer. Because I was able to meet people who cared about things that were important to me and also learn about things that I previously didn't know. So I came to some of these nonprofits you just mentioned for that very reason. And obviously, as I've become successful professionally, I've been able to build um, introductions, connections, been able to successfully fundraise for these organizations, again, because of 30 years of building meaningful relationships. Is there a perfect word for this? You use connecting with respect to your book, we've talked about relationships, we've talked about networking. Is it all the same thing? I think it's leading with kindness. Interesting. Leading with hope and leading with how can I help? I don't know how what label you put on that, but I, I honestly believe if, if more people in the world led with how can I help, we might be you know living in a better world. Well, and we help ourselves too in a in a very self-centered way because we often hear about this word networking uh, in terms of careers, in terms of personal, professional advancement. Absolutely. And I, I want to make sure your listeners know that I am not suggesting putting yourself behind putting others first. What I'm saying is by supporting others, you're actually supporting yourself. It's the rewards of paying it forward. It's kind of the same thing in many ways. You mentioned hope, Susan, and this has been a, a difficult time in many, many ways getting through this pandemic. Um, will be, what are you predicting for the future? Will we be connecting differently? Will we be connecting in a better way as a result of some of this isolation? 
Well, I have always been an eternal optimist, so you take take that for what it's worth. But I fervently believe that one of the the silver linings of this past year is that we learned what it meant to not be together, to not be able to hug our loved ones. And I think we're going to not take advantage of that going forward. I also think the technology isn't going away. And I think it has been helpful, for instance, to be able to see, quote unquote, friends that live in Australia and Italy, and normally you might go 10 years without seeing their faces, right? So I do think we will continue in, 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 in this kind of world of Zoom, but I do think this, this going out and really continuing to build and, and find new relationships is going to be unbelievable. Well, that's a prediction. <laughs> so Susan McPherson, you heard it here. Um, it's been wonderful to talk to you. And I uh, advise our listeners, go out and get a copy of The Lost Art of Connecting. It's a great read, and it's really a very helpful tool. Thanks so much, Susan. Milan, it's been my honor. Thank you. Now that's The Real Art of Connecting. Here are three things I took away from my conversation with Susan McPherson. First, we should see every encounter as an opportunity to help others. Susan tells us we all have something to offer, whether we're just starting our careers or moving on to the next phase. We just need to always be asking, how can I help? Second, we need to be prepared to listen, truly listen, to learn where help is needed. Listening, says Susan, is a crucial skill, but one we can all practice. Finally, Susan is a big advocate for what she calls JOMO, the joy of meeting others. It's the magic that happens when you introduce one person to another, and they introduce that person to another, and so on. All these connections can cause a tremendous ripple of good, and what could be more wonderful than that? Learn more great lessons in Susan McPherson's new book, The Lost Art of Connecting. And tune in next Tuesday to hear about our next featured woman and discover why she's one of Seneca's 100 Women to Hear. Seneca's 100 Women to Hear is a collaboration between the Seneca Women Podcast Network and iHeartRadio with support from founding partner P&G. Have a great day. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. 
That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.